Alright guys, welcome back to the Fast Break Fanatics. Man, feels good to say that again. It has been a while. We have been incredibly busy with Connie's been working and basketball in general, but we are back today with two episodes, in fact, because we just want to, you know, make some more episodes again. And we're going to have some changes coming up real soon to our podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been working with some people on making a new intro for our podcast and so it's all around just gonna sound better and be better i guess yeah it's just gonna be better that's all we have to say but it'll sound better too so today we are back with our segments and our first segment today is new news so woo -woo -woo. let's start out with talking about the nba all-star game oh geez the NBA All-Star Game has been pushed to March 7th. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the voting results as of, like, last week? Absolutely garbage. I, I, I'm okay with some of them. What I'm not okay with is, why is Clay Thompson in the top 10 for guards in the West <laughs> when he can't even play? He has more All-Star votes than Mike Conley. That's the stupid thing. Like, do do the people who vote even pay attention to basketball? Like, mm -hmm. do they do they know that he's not playing well, this year because it, he's hurt? Well, here's the thing: he's not going to play in the All Star game. It's the, it's the same thing that's going to be with Alex Caruso and Taco Fall last year. Yeah, they got all the All Star votes, but they're not going to play. They're just going to give it to the players that really deserve it. But the thing is, there was a thing about LeBron James talking about the All Star game, and he said there's really no point of having it. Yeah, Giannis, I saw something, and Giannis was talking about it too, and he also agrees with LeBron. Mike, he's just, he has zero energy. He doesn't really want to do the All-Star game. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, honestly, it's kind of dumb because there's not going to be fans there as much as all the other All-Star games are. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I also agree with them. Like, there's really no point to have an All-Star game. But I think it's just that um, – some people appreciate that going on to their career record, having an all-star. Honestly, like, you know how everybody says, oh, this person was like a three-time all-star and everything and all that. I think a lot of people would like just have like that all-star part in mm -hmm. their career. So during all-star weekend, let's say they don't choose to have an all-star game. Mm -hmm. But they still choose to have a dunk contest and a three-point contest. Oh, boy. Who would you like to participate in this year's dunk contest? Dunk contest. I want, obviously, I, want, I don't know. if This is who I want, but this is who I think. Mm -hmm. Want, I would like Zach Levine, mm -hmm. Eric, Aaron Gordon, uh-huh, uh, then... Derek Jones Jr. and Giannis. That's what I want. Mm -hmm. Well, what I think I'm what's going to happen is probably Zach Levine. I want Donovan Mitchell in there too. Donovan Mitchell might do it, but I don't think he will. Uh, Larry Nance Jr. Maybe. Yeah. He's got some hops. He's got some dunking ability. And then DeAndre Jordan. He could. Yeah, that's my prediction, mm -hmm. but I'm not completely sure. 
All right, who would you want to do the three-point contest then? Three-point contest, Buddy Heald. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Steph Curry. Mm. Mike Conley. And... a really good shooter nowadays oh joe harris joe harris yeah yeah i agree with you there mm-hmm. all right so that's that's what we can talk about for the all-star game do you have any other news we can you think we can talk about mm. i would just say how like where, where is the all-star game this year uh that is a good question um I think it's in, I think it's in Atlanta. Oh, poor Atlanta! I'm fairly positive that it's in Atlanta this year. Hmm. That that would have been a good place to have a regular All Star game, a normal mm-hmm. one. But that's all I gotta say about the All Star game, really. Yeah. Like, I think there's really no point of having it, especially with all the crap that's been going on. Mm-hmm. But you never know. Okay. What other news have we got, Winfrey? Um, I guess, you know, we're, we're always hating on the mellow ball, right? Mm, well, I wouldn't say hate. I would just say an- annoyed with how much people overhype him. Mm-hmm. He had a good game last night. He, he, he's been doing all right lately. He had his, he had his third start. Mm-hmm. He had his career high, 34. Wasn't it only 33? It was 34. Okay. I looked. I told you wrong yesterday. It was actually 34. Okay. Um, so that's good for him, but he is a very inconsistent player. He is very inconsistent. Like, I get it. The man, he, he can make highlight plays. He can pass. He can shoot a little bit. He, he dunked on Sabonis when they went against the Pacers. Ooh, Ooh, but still there's like, he, he's gonna, he's gonna be a good player. Mm -hmm. Does he deserve rookie of the year? No. No. Does he will he become probably a most improved player? Uh will he become possibly an MVP in the future? Yes. But he's just way too young and way too he, they're just overhyping him because of his last name. Yeah. If you're gonna overhype someone, you better overhype the guy that's on the Kings. Tyrese Halliburton? Yeah, yeah he is so good. good. He is good. And Anthony Edwards not really getting like some credit that he deserves. Yeah. I mean, he's not really he's not gonna be rookie of the year, Anthony Edwards. He's not. Unless he can pull out some amazing games. But yeah. also another good player is uh James Wiseman. I do he's been killing it lately. Mm-hmm. I mean Anthony Edwards is that still averaging the most points per game right now? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, James, James Wiseman is fourth, so it goes Anthony Edwards, who's averaging 13.6. LaMelo Ball at second, 12.7. Isaiah Quickly, who has been better than I thought he would be. He's mm-hmm. on the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Um, he's averaging 12.4, and then James Wiseman. And then Tyrese Halliburton at five, at 11.2. Got it. <sighs> um. Do we have any other news? News? Not really. So okay. I think we should probably have to move on to the next segment. Which is we're going to bring back a favorite of ours. Mm-hmm. 
Trade NBA. Yes. It's been a while since we've done this. We've done multiple different things on Trade NBA. We've talked about trades, and we've done a mock draft here, and we were wrong when it came to the mock draft. We got mm-hmm. we got some of them right, Yeah. but we were wrong for the most part. So, mm-hmm. we are back again today, and we are discussing um so what each team should trade for yeah what eat so the trade deadline is coming up it's mm-hmm. usually around all-star break so it's yeah. probably first of march probably for this year mm-hmm. and each we're not saying each team should make a trade mm-hmm. in fact right now i don't even know if the jazz should make a trade jazz number one team right now but there are some teams who may need to make a trade for someone because they are struggling or they want to get out mm-hmm. and get off the team that they are playing yep, for. Exactly. So we will be on Trade NBA um, to see if it works and we can try to make it happen. So what are the most exciting trades on there? Oh, most exciting trades? Andre Drummond to the Nets. Andre Drummond to the Nets, because uh, the uh, the Cavaliers have like five thousand centers on their team, mm-hmm. so they could actually really mm-hmm. use that. And I feel like I know exactly how to do let's this. Nets. If I was the Cavaliers, and let's like there. And if I was the Cavaliers, this is what I would do. I will give them Andre Drummond, but I want Spencer Dinwiddie. Mhm. DeAndre Jordan. Let's see. DeAndre Jordan trade. Spencer Dinwiddie trade. Then go down and then for Andre Drummond, or and are then you one more. Landry Shamit, and then a first round pick. You think? I mean, Andre Drummond's good, but is he still worth that much? To you, when you're 15, re- 15 points per game, 15 rebounds per game, solid center, <laughs> and you have all the scoring in the world, <laughs> so you need a center that can rebound really well. That's bold of you to assume that the Nets have a first-round pick left, because they don't. Oh, yeah, I forgot. They give it all to Houston. <laughs> okay, right. just ju- we'll, we'll just do Landry the Landry Shamit, Spencer Dinwiddie, and DeAndre Jordan for Andre Drummond. Mm-hmm. Let's see if this works. Try the trade. We'll see this website. So yes, it says it's a success. It, it can work. The financially, it will work. We don't know how the teams will work out, mm-hmm. but if you were the Cavs, this is how I would do it. One, it gives you a center. Like that's not really like a great center, but it, he's mm-hmm. a decent center. Um, it gives you Spencer Dinwiddie, <clears throat> who can be a very who's, good. Who's guard injured for this year? Who is? But, but he'll be back, and he's he'll good, be back, and he is good. Um, and then that adds some. Uh, guards with Sexland, and then on L- Landry Shamit, who can shoot the, who can shoot the ball really yeah. well, and then that gives the Nets uh, a center that can rebound. Mm. And that's his prime focus. It's just rebounds. He's a good rebounder, and he is a great rebounder. Okay, this next one. Ooh. I assume Bradley Beal to the Heat is on there. That's oh, Bradley Beal is definitely on there. Yeah, and he is to the let's yeah to the Heat. Because that trade has been talked about a lot. So Bradley Beal has just been going around lately in the NBA because he he wants out. Yeah. Well, he did say something that he does not want out. 
Oh, really? Yeah, he said he's fine, but I feel like that's a lie. Like, if you watch him play, watch his body language, it looks like he wants out. It yeah. looks like he's done, because the Wizards have a, a terrible record. Mm-hmm. The Heat also have a terrible have record. a terrible record. What happened to the Heat? Honestly, that is a good question. They better start pulling their pants up. Come yeah. On, Heat. Okay. If I was gonna trade Bradley Beal to the Heat, you gotta give me Duncan Robinson. So we can trade him. Tyler Hero. Kelly Olenek. There he is, trade him. And a first round pick. We might have to trade someone else just to get the contracts to match, but we'll see. Really? Yeah. Oh, well. And then a first round pick in 2022. Mm hmm. And let's see if this works. If not, we can alter it and see, mm -hmm. see what happens, you know? Trade. It failed. Failed because, the, because of the salary. So, yeah. because he makes. A lot Not of money. Much money. I so. forgot Duncan Robinson gets very, like, really underpaid. So, um, and then add. Because mm. Bradley Bill's making $28.7 million over three years. And so that's. We have about $17 million, So we need to make up another $11 million. Give him Myers Leonard then. Gives him a center too. And then the let's see, and the Wizards and get Isaac Bonga, who's you know a lower player, very minimal salary. Let's see if this trade works. Fine trade. It's also a fail. Cannot be traded because three months have not passed. Since oh, oh, so they can't trade. Can't trade Myers Leonard. Well, mm, so maybe the Heat can't get the Wizards. I mean, their GMs are definitely smarter than we are. We are. Uh, yeah. So they they probably have to make that kind of decision. Okay, let's just move on to the next one. Zach Levine to the Pelicans. Oh, I've heard some trade talks about Zach Levine to the Knicks. Also, uh, uh, like any of that would work. Yeah. I mean, the Knicks always. <laughs> We're gonna get Zion. We're gonna get. We're gonna, we're gonna get Kevin Durant and yeah. Kyrie. Yeah, no, that that doesn't happen. So, let's see. What did you say? So Zach Levine to who? Where the Pelicans? Pelicans. There we go. Speaking of Pelicans, did you see? Zion broke a rim last night. I heard about it. That's crazy. That's pretty funny. He's a strong dude. He is okay. a big boy. Zach Levine, trade to the Pelicans for Brandon Ingram. That's too big of a contract. Uh, okay, never mind. Uh, Lonzo Ball. Trade Lonzo Ball. Jackson Hayes. And Jackson Hayes. I feel like that trade could And work. then, hold on. See, that's... Oh, actually, that's good. Wait, hold on. Go back down. Let me let me check one thing. And Josh Hart. Yeah. Okay. 
So we have Zach Levine to the Pelicans for Josh Hart, Jackson Hayes, and Lonzo Ball. So basically the good bench of the Pelicans. Let's see if this trade works. And it's a success. But will they do it? Probably Probably not. not. Because, one, the Bulls, they they would probably... uh, Rather have Zach Levine. Yeah. I think... But if they were gonna do it, they're gonna have to trade trade him for an all star. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta get an all star out of Zach Levine because he is all star material. But you're also taking the Pelicans' good bench mm-hmm. with Lonzo Ball at point guard. But you still got a guy like Kobe White, and then you got Josh Hart who can shoot, but isn't really consistent. But you got Jackson Hayes who is who who can who's very athletic and he uh-huh. can defend inside very well. Um, will this trade? Will this trade actually happen? No, most likely no. Most likely never. But you don't know. Yeah, it could. It could. Probably not. But if it's gonna happen, there's gonna have to be. Uh, like Brandon Ingram has to be in that kind of trade. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So let's go to the last one. Carl Anthony. Carl Anthony Towns to the Celtics. That be a good trade. That will be a really good trade for the uh, Celtics if they pull it off. Mm-hmm. But if the Celtics want them, so you got to give up a lot of yeah. stuff. Because Carl Anthony Towns is good. Good, good. Probably uh, Jalen Brown. He has well, to go. Yeah. If I were, if I'm gonna say top. He's probably third. He's the third best, third best center. center. Over Joel Embiid, Jokic, then him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joel Embiid's playing good this year. He's playing really well. Uh, averaging a double-double with, what, 23, 24 points per game, and then 11 mm-hmm. rebounds per game. Yeah, isn't he the front-runner for MVP right now, him and LeBron? Nah, him and Jokic. Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah. yeah remember Still two centers. Yeah, remember Jokic is averaging a triple-double right now. He was. Sure. Oh, it's he it's was? gone down. No? Okay. He's only averaging, like, 8.9 assists now, so he's close. But still, still, that's still good. Yeah, for a center, too. Mm-hmm. Um, So, Carl Anthony Towns for Jalen Brown. You got to put Jalen Brown in there. Okay, go down. We need Thesis in there. That's actually Tice. Or, I thought it was, or, okay, Daniel Tice. I always, I always thought it was Thesis. And then a first-round pick. It does look like Thesis. Um, picks first round pick in this next upcoming draft and that's it uh let's see if this trade will work boom it does trade success. and this is actually a good trade for both teams i really like jalen brown yeah He's a cool dude but obviously the celtics won't trade kemba or jason tatum uh because both of them are just really good and they work well together jalen brown is like He's the dark horse of that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's some super- games I look at him and I think he's, he's the he, best he, player. Yeah, he on might the be team. better than Jason Tatum, but other days he's nah, he's all right. But he it's not like he's you know only scoring eight points per game. Like he's still up there scoring a whole bunch alongside Jason Tatum. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. Jalen Brown's a good a good piece to throw in for that trade. If that and, trade if, and if this does happen, happen, um, the Celtics will become a better team. But 
their first round pick would be later, but it'll mm-hmm. still go to the Timberwolves. And I expect the Timberwolves probably would get a top ten pick, even because of how bad their record is right now. Yeah. And then trying to bring that up right now, especially wouldn't really work. Uh, when you have like Jalen Brown coming in, completely new environment. Daniel Tice coming in, completely new environment. And Carl Anthony Towns, I just feel like he would fit right in with the Celtics because he finally has an All Star. Uh, player, on, player his on his team. Yeah. With Jason Tatum. Uh, and both, to me, if who who wins this trade, I will still say the Celtics win this trade because they finally got the big that they were looking for. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with this trade. Okay. That will be it for Trade NBA. And we will be going on to our final segment. But before that. Oh. I would just like to talk about the Utah Jazz. Just just for a moment. Even though we're Utah Jazz fans, we want to talk about them. We're the we're the biggest Okay, maybe not the biggest. We're not the biggest, but, but we, we are. love the Utah Jazz and we are very happy with how they're doing right now. Yeah. Like what they the heck? they were on 11 game win streak. Yes, they lost to the Nuggets, but then they picked it back up. So their 11 game win streak started um somewhere over the rainbow. So it started, they beat the Bucks 131 to 118. Then they beat the Pistons. Then they beat the Cavs. Then they beat the Hawks. Then the Nuggets and the Pelicans. Then the Pelicans again. Then the Warriors. Then the Knicks. Then the Mavericks. Mavericks then the Mavericks, Mavericks again. again. And then the Nuggets. Then lost to the Nuggets. Oh, they lost to the Dang it. Yeah. That was when Jokic had 47 or whatever he had. Oh, Jokic geez. was insane. Um, I really feel like the Jazz are playing great basketball right now they last night set a uh, franchise record for uh made threes i mm-hmm. think 26 made threes um which is awesome mm-hmm. donovan mitchell's playing great did you know donovan mitchell is one of like four or five people who's never at who's never averaged less than 20 points per i do know in his that career? it's like michael jordan lebron james and kareem abdul jabbar are the other ones and like you know yes donovan mitchell's still young this is his fourth yeah fourth season? year but still that's pretty impressive for him mm-hmm. um i do you think the jazz will be able to keep this up for the rest of the year mm, no because right now right now they're the one seed i do not think they will be able to stay this they're, they're, one seed okay they're not going to be the one seed going into the playoffs they're going to be the three seed that's my prediction but most people were under like underrating them, underestimating them. Mike Conley's finally starting to play like it's not Mike, just Mike Conley. It's also Jordan Clarkson. Well, I know, I know. I'm getting. Yeah, there. I'm just saying yeah. Mike Conley's starting to play like Grizzlies Mike Conley before you know he was traded last year. It was rough. He was dealing with injuries mm-hmm. in the playoffs. He stepped it up a little bit, but this year he's been good. He's been in you know All Star talking conversations, which is good for Mike Conley. Mm-hmm. He's Still not top 10 in voting for some reason because Clay Thompson's on there. Some reason. But Mike Conley's been playing great. Jordan Clarkson, my opinion, sixth man of the year thus far. He should be. He has been so great. He's coming off the bench and averaging 17.1 points per game, I think. He's averaging. Which is really really good. Let's see. Let me go look. Um, Yeah, 17.6 points per game. Mike Conley's averaging 16. Bojan Bogdanovic. Started off slow, 
but he's picked it up the last couple games. Has mm-hmm. He's had a couple 30-point games, so now he's averaging 15.8. Rudy Gobert, who I still think the Jazz overpaid. <laughs> we all do. Is averaging 13.1, and then Joe Ingles, also off the bench, is averaging 10.2. Ooh, Joe Ingles is actually kind of, kind of a scorer. <laughs> so, I'm okay with the way the Jazz are playing right now. Yeah. I do not think they will be able to keep it up. I hope they do not... You know they're not. They shouldn't go on the sh- losing streak that they did last year. They went on like an eight game losing streak, which was really bad. I don't think that's gonna happen. Though. That brought them to like second to sixth. Yeah. Uh, but if if they don't do it, if they don't do that, then I mm-hmm. actually expect uh the Jazz to possibly be best second, worst fifth. Because I don't think there's no way they can keep up first. Mm-hmm. If they do. Go them, but I still also don't see them winning, a like a championship. Not this. They need like th- they need a stretch four, and we've talked about this before, and we've given our opinions. But you know, apparently the Jazz just don't listen to us. No one listens to this podcast, Condi. Well, a little bit. Not really. Yeah. We just do this more for fun. No one actually has to listen to it. So no one likes to, you know. But then <laughs> we get another uh, sponsorship. They're like, hey. Hey, hey, hey. But you, you know. yeah, but never know. No one cares about. Nobody no cares. one cares about us. Yeah, no one really does. I bet Lexi might listen to this. Yep, Lexi Dart. Um, also, okay. I also think uh, our parents would too. Our parents do listen to this. Okay. That's enough about the Jazz. Okay, yep. But what about the 76ers? They've been doing good also with uh, Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're aren't they first in the East? Yes, they are first in the East. Uh-huh. And uh what happened with them last year? They were the sixth in the East. Yeah. And they got They got blown out by the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Swept by the Celtics, didn't Destroyed they? Destroyed by the Celtics. Yeah. So I'm glad they're doing better. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I don't I don't really like Ben Simmons. Me neither. He doesn't What does he do? He he can't shoot the ball very well. He can't well. shoot the ball. He just take care of he just takes care of the ball and makes layups. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad they're doing well. Okay. Here's a question. I think here's an answer. The Mavericks. Oh, Should boy. we be concerned about the Mavericks? Because uh they're not even in playoff contention right now. Mm-hmm. They're on a fat losing streak right now. They have been. And it's it's a bit worrisome. Like, like what's the like what's the deal? Is could this possibly be a Luka Doncic wanting a trade in a couple of years, or is this uh possibly a time where the Mavericks will have to are trying to rebuild, are trying to find another All Star player, or trying to get rid of Porzingis because Porzingis always gets hurt, mm-hmm. or I feel like they need to get rid of Porzingis. Or do they just suck? There, do, there's also or or they or they just like the the Bulls and only have one really good player. That could be it because yes, Luca's good. Luca's he's he's amazing. He's gonna be an MVP candidate. But they can't seem to put together wins. And yes, the West is tough. But so is the rest of the NBA, and so if they mm-hmm. can't find a way to to even beat, you know, 
crappier teams, which they've beat some crappy teams, but not a lot, right? Mm-hmm. It, you might have to worry about the Mavericks not even making the playoffs. Now, I'm sure they'll no, find and- their way back and make the playoffs, but probably not a, as high of a seed as everybody thought they were going to be. It's just the thing is, for me, the Mavericks, it's not just the Mavericks, but there's also other teams like the Rockets. I don't expect the Rockets to even make the playoffs. I mean, they, the Spurs are ahead of the yeah. Rockets and the Mavericks. The Spurs are playing the Rockets tonight. Oh boy, will DeMar DeRozan take out John Wall? I feel like so since since the James Harden trade, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've seen this, but the Nets have had the worst defensive rating in the, ever, ever, and the best offensive rating ever. But the Rockets have had the best defensive rating not ever they just have the best defensive rating right now in yep. the nba and they were on a they were on a solid six game win streak they lost one and then they won another one but christian wood sprained his ankle again oh well, man rest in peace just kidding he didn't die, right? <laughs> rest rest in peace cw's ankle caleb winfrey's ankle yep your ankle too <laughs> my ankle's always you correct. have bad ankles i'm just glad i haven't sprained it yet this year i mean you know we only have a couple games left, so like, I'm just glad. <laughs> um, okay. Alrighty, welcome back for our final segment. We should uh, start taking breaks in between segments, just like regularly, so we can game plan a little bit more. That's, um, a, that's probably what we should do. Yeah, so for this final segment, we will be discussing and making our predictions of who we think is going to win the different NBA awards at the end of the season. So, first off, we'll be starting with the Defensive Player of the Year. And I'll give you the top five, and we can make our votes on who we think will win. Mm -hmm. Anthony Davis, Rudy Gobert, Mm -hmm. Giannis, Mm -hmm. Miles Turner, and Mm -hmm. Ben Simmons. Okay. This is my prediction. I'll go from five to one. Mm -hmm. Five, Ben Simmons. Yep. Um, Don't really expect him to do much. Uh, Yeah, he might average steals, like, he averages, I think, plus plus two steals per game, so somewhere in between two or three steals per game. Um, I don't really expect him to do much anything else on defense. Uh, then fourth, I'm gonna go. Hmm, I'm gonna go Giannis on fourth. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's a he's a great defender, but there's also been times where he's been he's been scored on. On, especially in really clutch moments. Yeah. Uh, especially against Jason Tatum the one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Third. I'm going to go Rudy Gobert. The, re- okay. the reason why is I don't expect him to be first or anything is because he's just an interior defender. He yeah. is a terrible perimeter defender. Yeah. Which a small ball kind of works against the jazz Mm -hmm. if you just use it right yeah um number two miles turner anthony davis you think miles turner is gonna win it i think miles turner might win it miles turner has been doing good on perimeter and interior Mm -hmm. he's averaging the most blocks per game yeah we're close to he's like three something right i think so yeah something more like that um he also averages i think a steal per game uh, his perimeter defense is really good, especially for a big man. Uh, 
And I, yeah, I think he's going to win Defensive Player of the Year. Anthony Davis for second, but I think it's going to be really close in between them. I say probably, give or take, five to seven votes. All right. What about what's your prediction on those guys on Defensive Player of the Year? All right, I'll go five to one. I agree with Ben Simmons at five. Um, like you said, he gets a couple skills. Well, <laughs> gets a couple steals. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think I'll go Rudy Gobert at four. Okay. Giannis at three. Miles Turner at two, and Anthony Davis at one. Got it. So I still think Anthony Davis can win. Um, defensive Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. Got it. Let's move on to Sixth Man of the Year. We already know who we think is going to win it. Top five. Okay, top five. Jordan Clarkson. Mm-hmm. Terrence Ross, mm-hmm. Karis LeVert, mm-hmm. Goran Dragic, mm-hmm. and Montrezl Harrell. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. Number five. We'll do this again. How about you start this time? Okay. Isn't Karis LeVert hurt? Like, isn't he not even playing? I thought that was just Spencer. Or is Karis LeVert also hurt? Uh, yeah, I think he had, like, some tumor in his kidney or something. Jeez! Yeah. Anyways, I will say... Karis LeVert at five. Because of that. Yeah. Um, I feel like Chris Boucher should be higher than this. Anyways, okay. Karis LeVert at five. Okay. Montrez Harrell at four. Goran Dragic at three. Okay. Terrence Ross at two, yeah, and then Jordan Clarkson at one. But I, I definitely feel like Chris Boucher should be number two. Gotcha. He, he should be higher. Okay, yeah, I see. Um, okay, this is my prediction. Chris LeVert mm-hmm. for five because of the injury. I'm going to say Goran Dragic. Goran Dragic for four. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Montrez Harrell at three because he's on the Lakers and he's mm-hmm. a really good player for them right now. Yeah. Terrence Ross at two, and then Jordan Clarkson at one. I just think Jordan Clarkson, if he keeps doing what he's doing past the All-Star break, he will guaranteed win sixth man of the year. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, And then most improved player right now. Oh, boy. Christian Wood at number one. Jeremy Grant at two. Chris Boucher, three. Julius Randle, four. And Michael Porter Jr., five. Um. Okay, I'll start this one. Michael Porter Jr., Mm-hmm. Five because I haven't really seen anything going big with him, like not really as much improvements as I wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, I'm gonna go Chris Boucher. Mm-hmm. The one thing is just that he doesn't start for his team. Yeah, he doesn't put up major major points. He does put up good a solid amount of points, but not major points. Then uh, three, I'm gonna go Julius Randle. Julius Randle is actually doing really well for the Knicks. He's been yeah. doing a lot better. Averaging 21 and 11. Uh, and then, okay. Depends on if Christian Wood could stay healthy or not. If Christian Wood stays healthy, I'll put him at guaranteed most improved player. But Jeremy, Jer- Grant. Jeremy Grant on the Pistons this year? Have you seen what he's been – his improvement? Yeah. He put up from last year – Nine that's point, why he yeah. wanted to leave the Nuggets and go to a team where exactly. he could be the best player. Exactly. And he's proven that right mm-hmm. now. I actually think Jamie Grant might win it. If Christian if Christian Wood can come back 
it might go to Christian Wood, but right now I think Jeremy Grant's going to win yeah, it. Yeah, and there's a good chance of that. Because he's improved in every single aspect of his game. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. MVP. Oh, boy. Top five. Let's do this. You know, why don't we do, like, top seven on okay. MVP? Because there's... Cause there's oh, this great... article was written January 29th, by the way. So this hasn't included the past couple of... Like, the past couple the of last games. week. Uh-huh. LeBron James at number one. Okay. Kevin Durant at two. Okay. Joel Embiid, three. Got it. Luka, four. Mm-hmm. Jokic at five. Got it. Giannis at six. Mm-hmm. And Steph Curry at seven. Okay, that's it. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Not even in the top. No. <laughs> okay. Number seven, I'm going to go Luca. Uh-huh. It's just not – it's not that he puts up – he's almost averaging a triple-double. Like, what, 29, 9, and 9? It's just that he can't win. So, yeah. So, it's just that he just he just can't win yeah. the games right now. Yeah. And that's why I'm putting him down. Number six, mm-hmm. I'm going to go Kevin Durant. Okay. Here's my reason why. Okay. He's on a team with too many all-stars. Yeah. Having one all-star is good. That That's a championship team. Yeah. Having just one other all-star, that's a good team. Having two is too much. Yeah. He, he literally has the be- the two other great best scorers in the league right now with him. Yeah. So I think he's not going to give as much as attention on him. So that's why Kevin Durant, sixth. Fifth, Giannis. Why? Because I just think people don't really, or I don't think the people that vote for MVP don't think that he'll deserve this, especially this year, especially of, uh, like, not due to COVID reasons, but due to, like, other players right now, especially younger, and then giving other players a chance. Also, the likelihood of getting getting three MVPs in a row is very unlikely. Last person that ever did that was Larry Bird in the eighties, from eighty four to eighty six. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four. Ooh. Hmm. I'm gonna put Steph Curry. I just think that by the end of the season, he'll realize that age is gonna start to get to him. Mm-hmm. And he'll still put up good numbers, but age is going to get to him very quick lately. And I say give him three more years and he'll retire. Uh, Number three, LeBron James. Mm-hmm. LeBron James has been doing well. He's got other all-stars on his team, but Anthony Davis is the big one. Uh but it also depends on how he can react to just, like, with the playoffs and if he can start bringing up. He needs more points. Yeah. That's what he needs, uh, especially from his previous careers and everything. Number two, Nikola Jokic. Okay. He, he's he been putting up great stats, lots of triple-doubles. He averaged a triple-double, but... He also needs points. He only is averaging like what nineteen point five. Usually MVPs average close to at least twenty three. Yeah. And then number one, Joel Embiid. It's not just because he's putting up great stats; it's because his team is winning mm-hmm. a lot. Best record in the East right now. Uh-huh. So 
and they're what third NBA or are they like or second or second. Yeah, yeah. That's why I think Joel Embiid might take this year. Okay, well, I don't know if I need to give mine because I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that should wrap up this episode. We will do another one right Pretty after sure. this. We'll stay do- tuned. Stay tuned. Let's go. Um, this is I'm Caleb Winfrey, and this is Preston Condi, and uh, this is the Fast Break Fanatic signing off for now. Peace. See ya.